You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Welcome to Quantum Leap Book Club. During the next hour, beloved mind scientist Parisha and her guests from around the world will read and discuss various best-selling books with well-known authors. Every show will apply retention techniques designed to help you to absorb powerful knowledge to effectively change your life. Join us every week for a thought-provoking hour and re-listen as often as you can. You will be delighted by what you learn and you will be excited by the results. Are you ready to take the quantum leap? Here's Parisha. Greetings. This is Quantum Leap Book Club and I am Parisha, your host. And today we also have our guest author from the book, The Secret Language of the Heart. And Barry Goldstein will be joining us today and sharing some of his own perspective as to where the future is and where he's going with that. Today, my co-hosts, which are Marianne Love, Trina Cooper, and uh, we're sort of gathering around the circle to read and and, uh, share our finalizing of this book. I still hope and I'm sure that my co-hosts share the same thing. The Secret Language of the Heart is a book that you want in your treasure chest and make sure that it's one of the maybe three to five books that you cherish as far as keys to your progress to consciousness and spiritual uh, awareness. Um, The music that Barry does, and you can see that on YouTube. If you go on YouTube, there's actually some particular parts that he actually shares with you on YouTube. But actually to use and experience the music is where the truth of the matter happens, okay? And actually to see what can come with music. And what I like about it is Barry's not just promoted his own music and creations. He's actually acknowledged in this book a tremendous amount of other particular uh, musical background people and singers and um, people who play instruments and any measure of different ways to participate in creating music. And what I would like to do today is allow each of my co-hosts to just summarize the book what they have done with it or high points in the book that they feel is actually worth you going out and acquiring your own. The Secret Language of the Heart is a workbook. It's not just a book of reading. So while we've been sharing with you how we have seen it and how we work with it, please understand that there is umpteen loads of things for practices and exercises in this book. And that once you have the book and do them yourself, then you will see an outcome that we are promising because if you do it, you will have the rewards of it. So to date, I'm going to actually start with allowing Trina Cooper from Denver, Colorado to begin with her sharing of the book review. In particular, Trina, what have you gotten out of the book? Well, I have to say, first off, um, Barry, this reconnected me to music again. And I know I met you years ago in Denver. We had you here. Um, Larry and I had you work in here. And it has actually made me happy and creative. You have so many amazing tools in this book that I've just been re-implementing in things that I'm doing. And so I just want to say great job at conveying um, all this information and helping people here. Um right up from the very beginning in chapter one, when you talked about the heartbeat and the breath and the sigh, um, I didn't realize I couldn't connect with the sigh. And that was something I needed to get in connection with again. And it was just, it was fabulous because it had to do with actually hearing my own inner sounds. And so 
using the breath and the heartbeat and the sound, the sigh, it, it literally has reconnected me to me. And that's been absolutely fabulous. Um, in chapter two, when you started talking about activating the heart intelligence and reminding me about the coherence, but that little piece about that 60 heartbeats a minute or 70 heartbeats a minute brings you into a relaxed state. It's so easy to find the music. And especially since you give us all these really great hints at the end of the chapters and at the end of the book um, about those I just find that your three breath process, I've used that now and I'm using it with other people, the heart song breathing process and that being able to breathe the, the energy up and out through the heart with a sigh, down to the heart and out through a sigh, and then just breathing through the heart with a sigh. And you continually remind us to like hold our heart as we're breathing, like put your hand on your heart and really feel it. And I loved that piece of it. In chapter three, you start talking about engaging the brain. And I think we've talked on the show a lot about um, synchronizing the brain and the heart. And when those two work together, there, there's magic that happens. And so you start talking about the, how music can engage the emotions and it can help the memory and the learning um, methods and the attention and I've used music over time, but I guess I didn't understand emotion, of course. I mean, advertisers use it all the time to bring you in. But the memory itself, that the fact that with Alzheimer's patients playing some of their favorite music actually will help bring them back more coherent in time or that it helps you learn. And especially that little space about the space between movements that our brain learns to listen and pay more attention because during the movements in a song, that little space helps bring our attention more to what we're doing. I just thought that was powerful. Um, also, in chapter four, you talked about song as a vehicle for transformation and that songs are, are messengers. And how many times do does a song like ignite something in us and you put some really amazing questions in there. Is there something lying dormant in you waiting to be sung? And it doesn't necessarily need to be a song, but it could be something that you want to bring to the world. So that's a question I've been asking myself a lot lately um, is like, what is it? What is it that I want to sing? What's my heart song? So your second part of the book, which creates and implements a daily music practice, I guess I'd never thought about creating a daily music practice. And this was great for me to be able to think about what does this sound like? And can we use music? Can we run our daily lives, be our DJ, balance our energy centers, create the playlist that can actually transform our emotions every day? And some of these things, I've used some actually to clear the blocks that I've actually had as you explained that a situation can bring up an old thing, we'll feel it in our body and we can literally breathe through it with a chant to actually open those centers. So these kinds of things that you've brought through us using the seed um, syllables, the ah, ooh, mm, instead of just om, I've used that with a couple groups now and they've all come back to me and said the silence, the fourth part of it, the silence at the end was profound. 
for everyone. So I've gotten some really good feedback using a couple of these techniques. So just to finally say it, music has spoken to me my whole life, just as you've shared in the book. And it still speaks profoundly to me for healing and also for transformation. So that's what I want to share today. That's fantastic. Thank you very much, Trina. And I agree with everything you shared. There's just some, and and we, and Trina knows it. I know it. All of us know it. She hasn't even scratched the surface to what the whole book can give us. Okay. But some wonderful points, Trina. Thank you. Okay. And now we have Marianne Love, who is actually a psychotherapist and she lives in Melbourne. So Marianne, how, how do you see what uh, Barry has given us in this book? And, uh, actually your summary of how you've applied it to yourself or even to your patients. Can you share that with us? Yeah. Hi. Hi, Barry. It's so wonderful having you um, on with us today. I found this book so powerful and so user-friendly. Like I've, I grew up in a house of silence, to be honest, like we didn't grow up with music. So putting the way you've written it and consolidated it for me has really helped ignite my own passion to really embody the power of music in my life and and just like just right from the beginning like really getting in touch with the power of how music can shift emotions and how emotions contribute to our whole health like you've really found a beautiful way to make that so um, easy for us to understand I really enjoyed in chapter two how you shared about the 60 heartbeats 60 beats per minute and that we can really entrain our whole nervous system through using music and that will help regulate our whole um, system so that we can experience whole health on so many levels and this is certainly something I've used with my clients and um, will it's almost like you've given me um, turned up the dial on so many things about music and chanting and and the power of vibration so that I can really confidently, I think, use it with myself and my clients. I think that's what this book is really giving me, a confidence I didn't have um, before. And just how powerful it is for the brain, like everything you you included in Chapter 3 about how we can use it to improve our memory, our intention, attention and neuroplasticity of the brain and how our heart can entrain the brain. Like it's it's so powerful. And and using music like a you you called it like a delivery system of frequency, and I can understand that through using neurofeedback, and I really identified oh I can use music so easily in that regard to actually change the brainwave patterns um, of a person. So and and actually using it to um, identify the messages of of my soul or my client's soul, like it, which is always available to us, and just tuning into that has been really, really helpful um, and using it to clear out old blocks and identify old blocks and to identify block chakras and and the really user-friendly way that I can actually clear that now um, using chanting and the mantras. I have been using chanting and mantras for a while, but you've helped me really almost like put some passion and joy, more joy into that than I had before. I'm really like going for it now when I'm chanting and using the mantras, which I I attribute to this book, to be honest, and to you. So thank you very much for that. And, you know, just how the power of intention really and that you've given us a process to use our intention and get music to match it so that we can 
really embody and and exaggerate our intentions so that we match it with something really a fantastic emotion, which is sometimes hard to conjure up on your own. Um, and music is a really fantastic way to do that. And I really liked where you spoke about creativity and using nature and um, just getting in tune with, you know, your environment and using music to help you say free fall to let the downloads happen and using it to release your blocks. And so you can get back in touch with your creativity, which is so powerful. Um, and I like that you included in chapter 11, that it is a step-by-step process. Cause I can say, I have not embodied everything in your book yet, even though I would love to embody, but I know that it's going to take a process of just building up um, a habit around these things because like I said I came from a zero I came from silence and now pr- bringing all of this music into my life um, is a process I think <laughs> um, and it's just been wonderful so I just really appreciate honestly your generosity Barry and everything you've shared um, and I just feel the beauty of your soul and everything that I read and that's really given me an uplift. That's really good thank you for that very much. And so basically what we've done with the book uh, each week is just share definitely parts or at least a couple of chapters at a time, summing up whatever uh, in the book and the practices and things are in the book. And what we've gotten back in feedback, and especially for those of you who are co-hosting with me, you've each made some very powerful impacts on people as far as pointing out what you've actually benefited from this. But what I, what I love is definitely Barry's story of how he come into his guitar and what that meant to him when he did Les Paul's guitar story in the book and how his dad sacrificed so much to get that, even though obviously Barry shares, you share with us here that your dad didn't necessarily support your whole interest and you know, confidence in what you would be doing in music. But over the years, how you have used that to prod yourself forward and challenges and resistances and everything else to go. I think that the story in itself for anyone who takes up this book actually will give them the ability to further their persistence in going for what they want out of life and arriving there. In my particular feelings, as I've already said, as far as I'm concerned, Barry, you are a definite promise that this world will continue to evolve and that consciousness will prevail. And with all that you've given us in the book, when we get to the back of the book and the stories where you have shared with definitely the children, what we would consider uh, the autistic children of our world. And for me, the autistic children and people, uh, even Elon Musk, I feel there's special purposes and missions in our world and that there is a given innocence that stays present in the transparency of those who actually work in life through that. And you've given such beautiful stories to help us see how, you know, there, there's no one left out. Your table is very full. And there is a definitely a seat at your table and feast for everyone in life that is asking, looking, and seeking. And so, Bess, I really appreciate that in everything that you've given us. 
and actually what what the book gives us is is the responsibility that we have to ourselves to actually make our list to find things and ways and means that will help us continue to hold the coherence that we want in life as well as to have the outcome of our day um i know you as all my co-hosts are the common ground we share is that at we choose to serve and actually do our very best to help everyone and to bring our communities our countries and our world into a much happier and a definitely generous place so yeah i i really like that the list is a discipline okay the list is actually a coherence and when you take the list and when you take the fact that you're reminding yourself to be that nice person can you even imagine what that can do in a day's time when you have millions of people doing that that, that would definitely be something to wonderfully see and i love how convenient the book is laid out for uh the book is actually has one part 1 part 2 and part 3 to where one should keep it as a journal or actually as a workbook like i feel it's definitely a, a workbook okay that you would go to part 3 for actually finding what we're calling and he calls musical prescriptions for health and uh, i i find that, that any and all of that applies to just about any crisis or challenge that anybody could have in life and that it's just it's just so simply and easily done and uh I want to again actually state for all of our listeners that are maybe for the first time learning or hearing of Barry's work is actually to go on YouTube and actually explore the particular offerings that he has there and the music that you can actually acquire to experience some of his work before you may want to go ahead and actually order some of his CDs and his recordings. The other part is is that Barry has worked with a lot of the leading figures in uh, the industry of consciousness and spirituality. And what he adds to the credibility of each one of these people is just astronomical uh, measure as far as I'm concerned because as well as most particular teachers or people who are speaking and teaching spirituality and consciousness they're talking and it is in what very gives us in music to where we actually connect the heart and the mind through music and the vagus nerve the only nerve in the whole body that connects heart and head is through music and without Barry's contribution and actually support of these people's work it's kind of an empty shallow sound that falls upon the particular field of uh, learning and consciousness so i feel that in every sense and state what he has actually contributed to other people's work in giving his music and recording his music for them has actually given them quantum leap progress in their work and so basically the the whole book has nothing but one thing after another it just takes us in part 1 and kind of initiates us by educating us and telling us like Trina you have shared just exactly the science of what we're doing and the heart and everything how I appreciate each one of you have shared the actual what I would consider proof or research or science that actually helps you truly endorse what you're reading and knowing and then throughout the book he just keeps continuing teaching us ways and means of doing something so simple 
I have learned that when you're on a flight and if you simply take on the particular practices that he has a standing up and actually give lifting your arms and doing some of the particular motions that move energy, that you will find flight, long flights, so much easier to endure. And it's like any with any and everything to prepare yourself for challenges like new experiences and maybe professions or community work or whatever you're doing. And you come into that little scary place of trying to see how you're going to present yourself or how you're going to actually come across and everything and how just putting on a piece of this music it actually just transforms you to a very tranquil, confident place to where you can actually move straight from the heart right to where you want to go. And it is with the gifts. I'm not every person who teaches and does music can do this. I can say to myself in my 60-something-odd years in the field of consciousness and spirituality, I have never found anyone to match what Barry Goldstein can actually give you in learning music through the heart and through spirituality. Barry Goldstein's musical experience spans many styles and genres, from co-producing the Grammy Award-winning track 69 Freedom Special with Les Paul for Best Rock Instrumental in 2005, to providing ambient music for Shirley MacLaine. In addition, he has composed and produced music for television, film, major record labels, and top 10 recording artists. Barry's music is being used in hospitals, hospices, cancer centers, and medical practices. In addition, Barry has worked with the father of biohacking, Dave Asprey, and reached the Billboard Top 10 New Age Albums with New York Times bestselling authors Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Daniel Amen, Neil Donald Walsh, and Anita Morjani. His best-selling book, The Secret Language of the Heart, has become a go-to manual for utilizing music beyond art and entertainment. It provides over 50 groundbreaking studies that assist the reader in using music to improve their health and quality of life. His website is www.barrygoldsteinmusic.com. And now, our host, Parisha, and her guest, Barry Goldstein. And I'm reading Barry with this great big smile that he haunts me with in my memories. Okay. It's so good <laughs> to have you here and actually be able to talk to you. We just finished your book, The Secret Language of the Heart. And it is amazing. It, it is a workbook that takes you right through personal transformation I am so impressed with every exercise and all the information. It's If you just follow through, and we've told our listeners this and getting great feedback, that just following the different practices you've put in the book, it actually becomes a work journal to help people go right through the development of what your whole base of teachings and gift is. Okay, so I am just so impressed with what we've gotten back from all of this book. We've done a number of books over the last five years, and your book has actually brought in a, an emotional reaction in that we usually don't get in the in our particular uh, production, okay? But also, I think it's the, a book of the times, Barry, because people are so stressed out right now, and there's just so much conflict in the media, and people don't know where to go for answers. I mean, every founded institution we have that people usually rely on is shaking like crazy right now you know what i mean mm -hmm, i do your book is everything so talk to us tell me about just exactly where you're taking it now what are you doing now we've just uh 
heard your bio. We know the history of that. So where are you going? What is your dream? How are you fitting into this particular time and place? Yep. I mean, my main goal to assist people in magnifying their missions with music. So, so many of us have uh, felt a calling and a longing in these times that we're here to do something more. And music is a vehicle that assists us in navigating our energy more effectively. And that's really what the secret language of the heart is about, is when we actually realize that music's not something that happens just to us. It's something that happens in us as well. And we can bring this subtle level of awareness to connecting with the music within ourselves. I call it the symphony of your soul and your soul sounds. And then we begin to create a, a very minute awareness of sound as it basically you know, programs our life force. And when we can begin to become the DJ of our own lives, we realize that we have the tools to guide that. It doesn't have to happen to us randomly, you know, where you hear a song on the radio and you're moved by it, or you hear a song and it all of a sudden you're crying because that was your mother's favorite song and you're releasing grief. These are all wonderful, powerful things. But my mission now is to take that next level and to teach people how to go beyond using it as a random tool and one where we put intention behind it, where we incorporate knowledge and move it towards wisdom and where really we go beyond preaching to the choir and we start to get these tools out there in a more mainstream way. And that's where my focus has been is great that we all understand it in this community. If we all shared, shared it with one person who we knew in the medical field, you know, your aunt who's a nurse or someone who's a midwife or one of your friends who assists in hospice or someone whose dad is going through dementia, um, then we can really bring this into the mainstream on a, on a bigger scale. And it already, you know, I'm sure you realize it's already happening. Yeah. We've already, we're reaching that tipping point 20 years ago or 30 years ago when I was, you know, talking about, hey, I'm a sound healer. You know, the, the, the my friends that I grew up with in the Bronx and I grew up in New York City, I never thought that I'd be doing this type of music. When I told my friends I was a sound healer, they said, dude, come on, what are you, what are you like selling snake oil or what? You know, that's that was the answers I got. Those same friends, you know, last year I had one of those same friends who basically was passing from cancer and utilized my music to help him sleep at night and to move into that parasympathetic state. And he's like, dude, man, I'm I'm really sorry. I, I said those things so long ago because your music's really, really helped me. So that's where we are now and people are much more open to it. Great, how do we bring it to mainstream? How do we bring it in film? How do we bring it into and pass it on to the younger people in this world? And how do we leave, use it to charge our own legacies and, and teach people how to do that? So a long answer to a, a question there, but there's a lot of, there's a lot to do. Yeah, there is it's still very, I'm sure that in some respect, you feel you're just getting started even after the time period you've already had in this. I, yep. I look at what you've done and I see in the bio how you have actually worked with Joe Dispenza and Daddy Danny Ammon's stuff is absolutely amazing and into the quantum field. And I feel your music has actually been a contribution to their success. 
because there's just so much talking that goes on. And of course, a lot of that is effective uh, to get our mind and our thinking and, and, and our doing mm -hmm. into place. But it has to come from the heart, Barry. It has to mm -hmm. come from the heart, and you know that. And when your music is applied to it or put into assisting that, I, I can't even tell you what I've witnessed in groups and sitting in some of these conferences and watching that. And once that heart opens up, I mean, there's just nothing left but the experience of happiness and transformation and everything at one time. And I'm mm -hmm. so glad to see that Dr. Dispenza is actually using a lot of technology in his conferences to prove a lot of this groundbreaking information. When Absolutely. we start discussing the quantum field, and I, in the book that we just read, you, you have fantastic teachings, and you're talking the language of the time for sure, okay? But in, in yourself, in your own moments, when you're just into the music and playing with the keys just for Barry's entertainment, how much do you drift off into the quantum field? And are you actually having your own experiences of where it takes you to higher ground or maybe to deeper places in what you are looking at it like? Well, for me, it's a lot of the time that I'm composing, I'm in that field because that's my intent. And um, it's, it is my meditation. It is my practice. I don't separate the two and say, oh, I'm going to meditate and then I'm going to do music. You know, com composing music is my meditation. And when I'm in that state, um, you know, I am connected to the field of all potentials. And I am not just hoping that I'm going to connect with that or even intending. I'm, I'm, requesting i invite the divine in to create with me in everything that i do and you know it comes from um way back when i was you know in the new york city as a record producer and i started to lose my love for music because it came a job for me and that's actually where this became an experiment i was the experiment and i said how do i get back to my heart how do I reconnect with that 14 year old kid who's playing on the edge of his bed with his brand new Les Paul that his dad bought him that he couldn't afford, but believed in me enough to get for me? How do I tap back, back into that energy? Because I had lost it, to be honest with you, it became a job. And, you know, I, I started doing some research. And what I dug up was that our hearts at a relaxed state between 60 and 70 beats per minute. And I said, wow, you know, we, I can set my metronome to that in my music. What would happen if I took everything I knew about music and threw it out the window? And instead of trying to compose, I tried to decompose to it because I had a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, not great sleeping going on, having to meet all these deadlines. And I became my own experiment. I started taking these hour long journeys where I just let the music go through me. And what I realized is circling back to your question is that when I allowed myself to tap into that tempo and just allow my heart to move to it and my breathing to slow down and adapt and synchronize to it, which I didn't know what they called it back then, but now I know exactly what it's called. It's called entrainment. When an internal rhythm synchronized to an external rhythm. So my heart synchronizing to the music, 
And literally, I was going into very deep states of trance while I was composing hour long pieces at a time, not knowing what's going to come next. And then when I was done, I would circle back and add layers on top of it intuitively because it wasn't written out. I had to go with what I was being guided to create. And it created this um, real cosmic feeling um is very much a symphony of the spheres or or spheric music <clears throat> and um i didn't think anyone would listen to it to mm. be honest with you it was like hour-long pieces of music no melody who's going to listen to this you know it was the opposite of what i was doing which was composing four minutes you know, four minute pieces of music that you had to have a memorable chorus to. That's what pop music is. Yeah. So this was all about creating something that wouldn't be non-memorable and just giving people that beautiful, just blanket of sound that could create safety to them to dive deeper into the healing process, which is what I was doing in the process. And it began to ripple out uh, into the world. I had friends who were using it with parents uh, who had dementia and, uh, for sleeping at night, for for people who are passing over in hospice. And that created this curiosity for me of um, there's there's got to be a reason this is working. And that led to the research and why I wrote the book. But basically, there is a recipe that goes into it. And um, I'll share it with you. Um, it's a secret recipe, but I guess it won't be that secret after this. But <laughs> I mean, really, it's it's not just about composing the music, of course, and it's not just about the science and targeting those states, but it's really about in, um, intention and not just intention, but intention where intention and emotion meld together and create harmony. That is where the magic is, because. I can intend to write a loving piece of music, but if I had a really lousy day and I come into the studio and my emotion is not pairing or matching or in training with that same intention, then there's going to be a dissonance there. And mm -hmm. music is a carrier of information. Everything, everything that I do when I'm in this room is carried in that music. So I have to really, really, when you talk about how often do I access the quantum field, it's part of my job. You know, if I'm not connected to that, then, and if I have a creative block, then I know that I'm not connected because there is no such thing as a creative block if you're connected to creator. And so that is, my answer is that I had to tear down the walls of what I was labeling my pop music and my spiritual music and realize I can't serve two masters. It's the same recipe for everything I do. Everything is spiritual. Everything's a divine collaboration. And I think that's why um, it's worked so well in teaming up with people like Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Daniel Amen, um, Neil Donald Walsh, because it's very clear their intention is very clear in their work and it's it's all about shifting consciousness and reaching you know large amounts of people with the, this message and so again music's a carrier of that information you can do it without music or you can do it with it and it's another way for people to integrate information even though they're getting it in a book that they love that's in the mental process while you're reading when you're listening to music, 
<clears throat> it's your brain waves are slowing down. You're moving from beta, which is where you're reading, right? You're having to decipher and understand to alpha and theta states where now you're getting messages and intuition and how it pertains to you in your life to plug it in. So that's why the collaborations have worked so well is because I work with people who understand the power of music to magnify mission. This is really beautiful. I actually, uh, I have a beautiful elder that has been, had been with me for most of my life. And I sit here today at 81 years old. And before she passed, she was going through uh, a slow letting go and taking care of things in, in the Native American uh, spiritual beliefs and practices. They, they see death and we live death by letting it go in phases. In other words, we start our journey while we're still partially in the body. Even when I read your particular in notes here about your passing of your mother, uh, that brings back to me in the way that that went is so familiar to us and our, we see it a fading away, a letting go gently and then just resolving, you know, mm -hmm. any, I played your music for her and she closed her eyes and she was saying that. And then she, she said, she started sharing with me what she was seeing. And she told me she saw a devoted soul that had no hair. <laughs> so, of course, you're <laughs> and that spirits were dancing all around you. And then mm. she said, oh, my. And she got quiet for a minute. And then I said, Anna, what do you see? And she says, there is so much energy that has come down like a, a soft snow and is all around him. And he is mm. going through fast passages of place, time, and space. Or her, our word for space would be okay. The openings, and I listened to her, and that just I that said everything I ever have felt about you. I I've sat with you when you've played music, and I've seen colors and beautiful things swirling all around you. And when she was finished listening to the piece. She said to me, thank him when you see him now oh. for my oh. path. And I would just want to share that with you and give it. Anna was actually a chieftain family of the Hopi Native American people. Oh, my God. Well, what a gift. Thank still, you for sharing They still that. live in their seven and 10,000 year old homes. They've never conformed to modernization. So she's part of the original tradition. And I just thought it was so beautiful that she saw where you're at and in that I told her that's the quantum field because in talking to her and trying to share how my life is acting that I started trying to educate her <laughs> educate her mind when she travels all the time mm -hmm. what the quantum field was and so she had shared with me and shared with her granddaughter after listening to your music that you now are the total orchestrator of that place that Grandmother Parisha talks about, and that would be the quantum field, that you're orchestrating the quantum field. Wow. I, I don't doubt that at all in so many ways. And like I said, I feel that all the people who you have actually worked with, they're, even in their experience with you, you have added something to them, Barry. And uh, in all of the spiritual avenues of which I work, I have seen the outcome of that. You leave a track, you leave a footprint, and that changes lives. And with that, you're doing wonderful things with this beautiful partner of yours, Denise. So I feel that you are definitely complementing each other in what you're doing in the healing field. That's and for sure, yeah. 
I've made tremendous donations of your your CDs and stuff to people in the hospitals and hospice and everything. In fact, one of my co-hosts who is a nurse that works in hospice, she actually shares your music with people in the occasion. You give us something that isn't something that can be spoken or talked about. What you give us is a way to hear a language that has no words. And your music delivers that. And when you close yourself off to the environment and just take your journey into whatever that field is, I just hope somewhere along the line that you're totally aware of how tremendously effective that is in our world, not just where you're at, but in our world. And I feel that you, if ever we are going to succeed in the consciousness that we're all seeking, Barry, you have definitely got a role in that. So I'm so very, very happy that you're well and doing good. It's just, it's been more than I could ask to actually have you on the show. I can't believe how it even come about that we connect. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, for our listeners here, we literally have not seen each other for a long time, yeah. probably at least 10 years. And Denise and I were in Sedona. Denise is my wife um, for her birthday. And who is in the same restaurant listening to jazz music, but Parisha. So there you go. Yeah, I hear you. And it was so funny because we were doing your book. I mean, prior to my being there, we had actually taken on your book and we were actually working with your book for three, four weeks on the show. Okay. And in that, when I would start to talk about you, I would kind of get lost in all of the feelings I have over the years and how I've while we have not been together, you people would think that you're like with me on a daily basis, physically, you know, so people would comment on the love or however they felt the particular sharings I was doing. And I actually had said to my co-host, I've got to contact Barry. And I want to let him <laughs> cover his book. And I really want him to know I'd love for him to come on the show. Okay. And we went, it was an unplanned excursion. We ended up in Sedona. We had no plans to be in that restaurant. You know, this is where Dr. Joe talks about the unknown dropping in. And right. we were looking for someplace just to kind of sit down for the evening and hear some good stuff. We chose the jazz place, of course. And the thing of it is, is this restaurant is we were sitting way off in a corner in the back. So you had to walk through the almost the whole restaurant to get to where we were sitting. And it wasn't a populated area. We were kind of over there by ourselves. And where did they sit you and Donise? But right across the table from me. And it's like anybody who questions, you know, and has still has doubts in what's going on and how real this is all about. It definitely blew my friend's mind because when I looked on the side, I said, I don't believe this. There is Barry Goldstein and Donise nonetheless. And so basically it was something that you can't explain. You, you, you had just decided to come there. There was no plans. There's nothing that people could say, okay, but that was all orchestrated. No, that came from above. So I just feel our getting together and you being on the show has come from a much higher place than me or you and our planning. I think we, we fell into a divine ordinance here someplace. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I think that's the beauty of, of music and doing some of this work and listening on a subtle level. And you can get to that level where you're hearing your heartbeat, you're hearing your breath. 
and you're doing some of those tools that are in the book, like the heart song breathing process, where we're listening to our heart, you're bringing a breath in through the bottom of our feet, connecting to the earth, tuning into the heavens, bringing the breath in, bringing it into our heart, and then integrating those breaths, the earth and the heavens together, we start to tune in. And when you can listen on that very subtle level to that, the music within you, then you're tuning in to very sublime, you know, awareness of the consciousness and that unlimited field. So we are tuning in right together. And when we tune in together, what happens is we entrain and we invite people that are similar or similar to us in terms of vision and passion and mission into our field to entrain with. So we literally, each one of us is a note that is existing in this whole awakening that's going on. And yes, I'm, I am part of it, but everybody's a part of it. Everybody has a note to play and it's up to us to find the, the harmonies, the harmonics of who other what other people we want to work with that are going to complement and magnify that vision and synergize with us. And we all have it. You know, we have soulmates, but we have people that are here to nurture our soul and our gifts that are complementary to us. And when you start really tuning in that little dial and, you know, that comes from working and doing the inner work and working with your energy centers and working, you know, with um, moving into those more, healing and peaceful state so that we can actually hear um what's going on because we're if we're just listening to the noise that's going on we're never going to going to connect but like that spirit presents us with our next collaborators all the time yes right you and i are sensitive enough to see it and but how many times do we pass up that person you know a waiter at the table who says oh yeah well i'm just starting my own graphics business and you and you might be thinking wow i have that website to do i wonder if they're really good right <laughs> just asking that one extra question yes right that could be the next person you collaborate with or the bank teller you know or who knows so um you know i remember for me one of the, the things that first started my journey was reading the celestine prophecy and that book is all about you know being aware of those synchronicities and it changed my life it it, it made wow. things yeah it made it fun you know it's like oh wow did you you won't believe what happened right when we when we look at it through the lens of a child we're just curious and saying how cool was that like of all people to meet you and tony and your friends in a restaurant and now here we are yeah so. And that happens to me all the time. My life is mm-hmm. made up of that. And when when we, I actually have people, and of course I promote Joe's book a lot and give give your books. I give books as gifts. I feel that's the richest and most treasured thing I could give anybody. And sometimes they get into the head too much and they're trying very hard and they're confusing themselves because they're making it complicated. And what I've done, and I always do that, I tell people, please go to YouTube, find Barry Goldstein, put the music on. When After you've read or even while you're reading, put the music on, settle down, relax, and just let go. Let it happen. And every one of them, and I mean 100%, okay, come back to me when I've shared that. 
and tell me, I don't know what happened, but then things started opening up. Then I got it and I realized it's not really that hard. This is easy, you know, and I said, and you were listening to the music. Yes, I found Barry's, you know, what uh, his thing is on YouTube and I took this recording. And so they're using it to help ease in to the actual intelligence and what we're teaching and seeing out here. And that mm-hmm. I give you full credit that you add to the teachers that are teaching. And of course, the words are important, but Barry, you put the heart in it. There's just no way I'm going to let you be modest here and not know that we <laughs> have the key that turns the door open. Okay. Well, and that's that's a nice change. You know, I grew up with elders who, who basically said, we're not going to let your head get too big. So. <laughs> no, I want you to feel every bit of that and take strength from that and just keep going. I definitely will be getting in touch with you again because I think somewhere along the line here, there's probably more that you and I need to connect with and do something. I don't know if you're feeling that, but I do. Yes. That. And I'm actually, we're actually going to do Dying to Be Me by Anita Mordrani, uh, that her book, that's our next book that follows your book. So oh, awesome. Yeah, so we're going to actually cover that book on the show. Just wanted you to know that. Okay. Yeah, we're working on a new CD together, her and I, actually, okay. that is geared towards um, healing. So, yeah, our third our third um, collaboration together. All right. Is actually anything that you and your beautiful wife, Denise, are doing together? Are you doing any, like, shows, per- programs? or? We are. It's funny you should ask. We're just, um, we're just kind of finishing up um, our agreement to do a retreat in Costa Rica together mm. um, from March 3rd to March 9th. And it is geared towards harmon- harmonious health. So where music and medicine converge to magnify our health and well-being. All right. Well, listen, I need to get those dates and uh, I'm, I'm going to be watching. I would like to, I would love to join you guys there and actually attend that. So you should. Yeah, we would yeah. love to. Oh, well, we we'll definitely need the promo on it and let me get to letting people know about that. That's a great thing. That's yeah. Great. I say um, just keep checking for people who are watching, you know, just keep checking my website at, at Barry Goldstein music.com and uh, we'll, We'll make sure that people are updated. Become part of my community and um, and my sound tribe. There's a lot of of um, free things that we give away on YouTube and um, a lot of tools that people can use, as well as um, when you when you're becoming part of the tribe, my sound tribe. We give you three pieces of music that you can use to start your own program, like right away. Yeah. So the idea is that everyone's invited and um, you know come on in and we have a great, great community. Okay. Well, remember listeners that this is www.barrygoldsteinmusic.com. Please go visit and check into things and keep in touch. Barry, I don't have words to actually begin to say thank you in the way that my heart says, but this has been fantastic. And uh, I will be connecting and everything. Meanwhile, be safe, be well, and just stay strong. Okay. Thank you. Do would you like me to leave your listeners with a little, a little yes, dose of? Oh, please do. Okay. Awesome. So let's yeah let's if you're watching now, just um, close your eyes. Allow yourself to go inward. If it feels comfortable for you, place your hands on your heart. It might take a moment before I get behind the keyboard, but set an intention. 
for yourself while you receive the music? Is there something that you are willing to let go of in your life and allow yourself to gently just breathe in and out as you're hearing the music? And what is it that you're making room for as you release this energy and you feel complete with breathing in and out and releasing some of that? Focus on your in-breath. What is it that you like to bring into your life? What's your intention or something that you'd like to move forward in? And just those two things. What are you letting go? What are you bringing in? And just really focus your awareness on your heart as you do that. And I will be tapping into the group energy of whoever's listening to this and receiving it and composing this in the moment for all of you and just allow yourself to receive it. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much. That was beautiful. I had a little bit of a problem coming back. Okay. That was beautiful. Thank you so much, Barry. And I will be getting in touch. I would like to at least see you and Donise on a more regular basis in the time I have left on this planet, okay? But you be safe and you be well. And just know that every day of my life, I've included you in my prayers. All good things, my friend. Love you. All right. We uh, love you very much, Barry. And we're so happy you joined us today. And we look forward to continuing with what you've given us and I'm looking forward to your next book, which we will discuss in detail. All right. So we will close today. Remember that whatever you do in the day gives you the advantage of what you want of life completely. So always do your best. Only your best. Okay. OCO. Thank you for listening to Quantum Leap Book Club. For more information where you can contact us, go to LOARadioNetwork.com forward slash quantum hyphen leap. Have a great week.